You're now experiencing the AJ Nashville Podcast. Real people, real problems, real success stories. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Here with my friend and fellow military mortgage boot camp instructor, Brad Stinson. Say hi, Brad. What up? What up? So, such a pleasure to have you down. I know you were up. You were in Fort Knox doing some work up there. Correct. Yep. Made your way down to pay a visit, learn some things, work together, have some awesome lunch. How was lunch, by the way? It was fantastic. I loved it. Awesome. Awesome. I figured I had to come drive and meet the myth, the man, the myth, the legend. I don't know if AJ Nashville. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's flattering. I don't know if I'd go that far, but hey, it works, you know. And it's an honor to have you on the show. Now, I do want to say one thing at the entry of the show. You are a Marine veteran. I do want to thank you, obviously, for your service and everything you've done to help protect this great country of ours. That means a lot to me and to everyone that's listening. And if you are listening and that doesn't mean anything to you, you may want to turn this off now. So, <laughs> it was my honor, man. Thank you. Uh, the other thing is, so you're a relatively new person to this industry. Yes, correct. How long have you been doing mortgages? I started March 2017. Okay. Um, actually, March 27. Mm-hmm. And it took about three months to get my license cleared and and pass the test. And awesome. So about a year-ish. Yeah. And here you are today. And you're doing some great things. So like I said in the beginning, you're one of the instructors with Military Mortgage Boot Camp. For those of you that are listening that aren't familiar with it, the mission with Military Mortgage Boot Camp is to empower people to understand and eliminate the myths behind the VA home loan. There's a lot of them. There's a ton of them. And the, the bad thing is, is, you know, I'm in this market and I try to do my best to explain those, but there's still a ton of them floating around. And it's not only just realtors either. It's it's loan officers, loan officers. It's other veterans. It's yeah. home inspectors. Yep. It, it's across the board. Well, and case in point, we were out to lunch. What happens? I get a phone call. I get a phone call from a veteran that just got turned down a few days before his actual closing, an E4 in the Army that's looking to purchase a home. My question would be, why did the person they were working with not identify some of these trouble things at the beginning? Why the hell did it take all the way up until two days before closing? Right, exactly. So It's infuriating. Luckily, I have some friends that know what it is I do, and, and somebody recommended it in my way, which I am grateful for. Um my big thing is I love helping people and I know you do too. And that's why you're here. And that's why you took time out of your day to come all the way down here to Spring Hill, Tennessee to learn some things and help teach some things. Honestly, you taught me just as much as I think I taught you. And you know, we look at peripherals and things like that, that we use. I'm an Apple guy. You're an Android guy, Yep. but the knowledge is there and the basic understanding of things. is just amazing. And it's, it's crazy when you look at it because here we are, we work for two different companies and you would never expect two loan officers to be sharing ideas. But at the end of the day, our mission is the same, and that's to serve those who have served. Correct. Always do right by the veteran. Yes, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about it before. Everything else comes into play after the fact. You focus on the empowerment and the growth of those people around you, and everything else kind of follows. Mm-hmm. You know. If I could take what it is I do today, and I know you fall in the same category, if I didn't have to worry about paying any of my bills and knew they were covered and my full-time job was to serve veterans solely, that's what I would do. Absolutely. You know? there, there's nothing better than helping somebody else out, especially right. a person who is willing to die for this country Yes. or at some point in time. I know most veterans, I can't speak for most most veterans, but 
we still are willing to die for this country. Yes. Even though our enlistment is up. Yeah, I think I think that stands true with a lot of people. I have a friend, Dominic, which I actually spoke about him in the last podcast that I did as well. Dominic, you're becoming very popular in my podcast, brother. You, you probably need to come on one. Anyways, Dominic was a scout sniper. Oh, is he? I've heard a lot about yes. Dom. I think this guy doesn't actually exist. Yeah, he does. He does. He, that, there's the myth, the man, scout, the legend. Scout sniper. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. But so the the big thing with him, though, is is he was out of the military. And he went September 11th hit, you know, which is a, a grateful day for anybody. And I said graveful, not grateful. But a, a bad day for any American or anybody across the world that cares about people in general, regardless of what your beliefs may be. Where were you at on 9-11? I know everybody can say this. Everybody can say this. So I remember I was going to Innsworth College out in Iowa, and I was in my truck when I heard about it and didn't know the magnitude of what actually hit. And then I got to – I said Innsworth. I mean Ellsworth. Then I got to school, and I was walking into the main room because that's where everyone hung out, you know. And there it was. It was on the big screen TV, and you see these planes hitting these towers. It was just like, holy shit, you know? It was an hour and a half drive to school and back. I mean, so it was a ways, but it was a somber ride back. What about you? Where were you at? I was supposed to be in my math class in college. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I obviously was skipping. Right. That was my first attempt at college. We'll go into that later. Yeah. Um, Uh, no, I was, I, I woke up, I walked out of my room and my mom was watching yeah. what was happening on TV. I was like, what the, f- what the hell's happening here? Yep. And she's like, I don't know. Some small plane flew into the tower. And as she said that the next one hit, yes. I was like, oh shit, Yep. here we go. And, but you know, for me, that wasn't the path that I never chose to go into the military. Like right. it, I didn't aspire to do that. Right. It was just when I was 22 years old which is about a year after 9-11, mm-hmm. um, I looked at where I was in life, and 18-year-old Brad would have kicked the living shit out of 22-year-old Brad for right. making the choices that I was, hence the first attempt at college. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to a second attempt, and it just didn't work out. Right. I, joined, you know, I, I ended up joining the Marine Corps. And you picked a, a good branch of the service. I want yeah. to toss that out. <laughs> even before, now this is going to sound a little biased, you know, when even before I, I knew I was going into the military, right. it was I wanted to join the varsity team. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, I, I don't mean that as a knock for anybody else. Right. It's just I, everybody knows us Marines as warfighting badasses. Yes, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. So I'm fortunate. I've got two brothers. Who one's active duty still, the other one's a disabled veteran. Both of them have spent their time serving the country. The one that's still serving will tell you the exact same thing. You know, it's the best team to be on. And that may be biased, but I'm going to take what he says as gospel because I never joined. I tried to. So let's let's clarify that. Let's clarify that. But I never had the opportunity to actually enlist due to physical limitations at that point. So that being said. I was going to go into the Air Force. <laughs> you failed the ASVAB, didn't you? No, actually, I did really well. <laughs> so I had a knee injury in high school, and I blew out the left portion of my knee playing basketball. I landed on top of it, and there were certain physical things I wasn't able to do. So I could take the test. I just couldn't take the physical portion of the test. Mm. The other thing that turned me off is I walked into the Air Force. I was a big fan of Top Gun. Top Gun was my thing. and So I wanted to go into the Navy, and I grew up in San Diego, and the Navy was where it was at. But there was a Air Force 
and then army recruiting station in the mall that was in my little little town that i lived in i walked in the air force and said i want to fly planes he said what's your vision like first thing out of his mouth what's your vision i'm like it sucks it's horrible <laughs> he's like you're not flying airplanes but you can fly helicopters i'm like yeah that doesn't sound fun I want to fly something that goes 1,000 miles an hour, not 150. So not that that's not fast enough. <laughs> and so I went over, and I was actually with five of my buddies. We went over to the Army recruiting station next door, and the recruiter was like, hey, sit down. Take these pre-tests. We're like, cool, all right. So we started taking these tests, and I did really well on my test. And so they get into everything, and, and I actually feel bad because my buddies that went with me, they all got enlisted, and they all got deployed. You know, and, and I feel really shitty because I should have been there next to him. But, you know, the thing is, is I really think that it helped pave the way for their path and their future of success. I, I'm still friends with those guys today and I see what they've accomplished. And I'm, I envy that. Like I see people that have been through some things and I'm like, God, they, you know, here they are now. They have families, they have kids, they have wives, you know, they have all that good stuff. And I know that maybe or I, I like to think that maybe that day that we made that decision that that helped them get to where they are yeah it's pretty incredible what is instilled in you no matter what branch you go into yeah um the just a sheer amount i mean i i can only speak on myself about myself and a couple other vets that i know but mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible that you know what's pushing you away from your hometown right to join you know do whatever right move away or I, me i joined the marine corps um it's pretty incredible how that's all you want to do yeah, you know, like I wanted to get away from everything. I knew I was spiraling out of control. Right, and if I stayed there, I was not going to like where I ended up. Yeah, right. Yeah, so the Marines is better than prison. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. Know? And we <laughs> <laughs> no, do. I do push ups and potatoes, or do I get fucked in that? <laughs> you know? um, but when I I went to boot camp, and when I was there, I was like geez i just want to go home yeah right i just i just missed my house and you know but you got through it and i went on two combat deployments and it's pretty incredible how blue the sky is how green the grass is how imagine. beautiful the women are yeah. and how great the beer tastes when you get back yeah you know you have a whole new outlook on life now i have a buddy my buddy was in the army and he was kind of the rico suave of everybody and he's like he went to kuwait was initially where he got deployed to and he comes back. He's like, man, you got to see the cars that were in the malls there. And he's like, and the women, bro, the women were so hot. I'm just like, you're a fucking oh, weirdo. <laughs> no, it, it there. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So our first deployment, we, nobody knows what to expect. Right. Right. You, right. you, just, you just don't know. Yeah. Right. So you kind of lean on the people that have been on deployments before. And mm -hmm. they always told us, Hey man, Hey, you guys got to start a pool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> find, find the, ugliest girl that you see on the ship right and start marking down the days until she becomes the most beautiful thing that you see you know it That's was awesome <laughs> poor ugly girl i know well i hate to say it like that but yeah. i mean there's no other way to say it right, right. you know and it, it's pretty incredible all of a sudden mm -hmm. that girl just becomes oh my god uh, i can't even talk to you right so you're on the boat for like 15 minutes and you're like hey what's up girl you want to be my girlfriend <laughs> that's awesome 
how did we end up here? Yeah, exactly. We took <laughs> right. Spir- we- there we go. <laughs> but that's okay because these are things that the listeners, you know, there's a lot of people listening that can relate to this because a lot of people that follow the podcast are veterans, you know, and so they can be appreciative because they're like, ha ha, I remember that. I was in a pool like that. Or ha ha, that's not funny because I was the person that they bet against. I was the ugly girl. <laughs> right. But – you know, and that's what this is about. I mean, at the end of the day, just like you said, with helping veterans and everything else, this podcast, we do this. We want to motivate. We want to help. We want to grow people. But we also want to let people know that, you know, there's some relatable information in this. There's people to reach out to. There's a community involved. There is. Right? There's a huge and community. I know with me sharing my transition story mm-hmm. and why I do what I do actually helps other veterans hear my struggles hear what i overcame yeah and helps them move forward i mean mm-hmm. and at the end of the day that's all i want if i help one person out of the three that listen to my podcast yeah you know, like, i guess start somewhere <laughs> i know <laughs> but <laughs> if if i help one person i did my job yeah and see, I like to I like to view my podcast as the ugly girl on the ship. You know, <laughs> everyone else is like, "No, I don't want to listen to that shit." And then as it progresses, people are like, "Wait a minute, that sounds really good." Yeah. They're like, "Their radio's broken and shit. Their iPhones only that work." I like his timely swear words, right? And I like how somebody told me my voice sound. Uh, oh, I was in a post, and they were like. I just read that in your buttery AJ Nashville podcast voice. And I'm like, oh, buttery. Yeah. What does that sound like? But apparently you're being a fuck. Cause your butter sucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but nice. Yeah. Nice. So, okay. So getting out of the military, now yep. you're a loan officer. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's struggles as becoming a loan officer, the things you learn, the taking the test, the 20 hour course, you know, I'm an OG loan officer. So I come from a day where they're like, Hey, Hey, Oh, you do respond? You want to be a loan officer? <laughs> you know, to some pretty difficult regulation. How did that go for you? It, it was it was definitely wow. Uh, it, I'm comfortable with acronyms. Yeah, Marine Corps veteran. Right. I'm comfortable with it all. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I could not believe the acronyms. Like, in a funny story, real quick. I kept hearing my boss at the time talk to. The, all the people in the office, right. not me, because I was studying for my tests. So, right, right. Um, I kept hearing them say, "Hey, clear your TBDs, clear your TBDs." Mm-hmm. Right. So I walk into the office manager's office. I'm like, "Hey, what the fuck are t- are these TBDs that he keeps talking about?" The boy's dick. And <laughs> and she goes, "To be determined." I was like, "What? Well, what?" So the You're thing right. that it means. What it's supposed to mean actually means what it's supposed to. Be. I, my mind was just blown. Yeah. At that point in time, because all the acronyms, and everything else, but um, it it was definitely. Uh, I mean, it's a highly regulated thing. You Dude, know, it's it's difficult. Imagine. Okay, so I get what you're saying, and I I lived through that. Now I've had to learn text message short little phrases you know the acronyms for that so i'm really fucked. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm, just print a cheat sheet out right, right there on your desk you're fine i'm like lol the dti was too high for the ltv <laughs> you know people are like what the fuck did he just say <laughs> but anyways i apologize go no, ahead no 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 you're you're totally fine it, it, it was it like how do you get your message out right yeah. like how do you build the trust of the agents that you are leaning on for referrals mm-hmm. right so I really struggled for probably four months. Right. Um, I I was meeting with a lot of agents, mm-hmm. right, because I'm a, a personable type guy. Yeah. But I could not generate any business. I couldn't generate leads, and the leads I was getting were garbage. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
it really, I really had to think to myself, how can I stand out? Yeah. How many, how many agents take calls from lenders on a Monday and they hear the same bullshit that I'm spewing right, right now. Right. And so I just threw everything to the wind and said, fuck it. I'm mm-hmm. going to be me and see yep. how it goes. Well, I also fell into a military mortgage boot camp promoting their mm-hmm. Phoenix event, which I couldn't go to. I wasn't closing any loans. I was, broke, I was broke as shit, man. You would have met Dom. <laughs> you would have met the... Oh, the, the, the man mythical, that hit the legend. Yeah, yeah, you would have met the scouts. <laughs> See, you fucked up. <laughs> I know. Well, um, I kind of took... Like, I immediately signed up to their digital platform. Yeah. And started making everything my own. Yep. And what I started noticing was I really started to gain traction as the, the VA guy. Right. Right. Now, how can you be the VA guy without originating any, any VA loans? I don't know. <laughs> right. But they don't know what they don't know. And I don't know what I don't know. So right. we're not going to talk about it. Well, and you the know? other thing is this, you know, it, people have to get educated at some point. Mm-hmm. And if you're the best at doing something, but you just haven't done it yet, are you truly the best? And my, I guess my answer to that would be, you don't know until you try it for one, but for two, if you spend all your time examining and studying and learning it, and more importantly, and this is what Military Mortgage Bootcamp gives you, a platform of people you can bounce things off of. Absolutely. That's huge. Like that's a You can bounce an idea off somebody and say, hey, Jay, AP, Mike, I got this, I, I got this problem. How do I fix mm-hmm. it? And let me tell you, the commitment of the people that we have in that group is amazing. Absolutely. Because you'll get multiple responses. It'll be like 2.30 in the morning and your phone's yeah. like, ding, 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 Well, ding, ding. you know what's nice is, and I always say this too, the, the power of Military Mortgage Boot Camp is the group. Yes. Right? I mean, you, I don't even know how many times you throw in it, you know, throw out a question mm-hmm. and you have so many people responding from across the country. So yes. California folks, they're always on night watch, which is great right. for us, yeah. right? They're so out there banning straws and shit. We, I know. <laughs> so we can go to bed and they have, you know, yeah. however it rolls. But it, it's amazing because if anybody tells you they're, they they know the VA loan, like they are proficient, they're expert at it, they're mm-hmm. full of shit. I hate expert. I know. Like the only it's thing you're so... an expert, like were you an expert marksman? Yes. Okay, so that's one thing because that is something you can truly perfect because the way you put your rifle downrange to hit that target is the same pattern every mm-hmm. single time. I am a VA specialist. So am I. And that's because it is a constant changing thing, but we've made it our priority and our career mindset to say, okay, as this changes, we will improve. And I Absolutely. get people will be like, you know, once you do 10,000 hours of something, you're an expert. But if it's always changing, you're not an expert. You know, yeah. you can always learn more. Have you actually printed out the VA lender handbook? No, because I don't have that much paper at my office. Holy shit. I did. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and I put it into sleeves. Yeah. Dude, I had to buy a six inch three ring binder. I'm sure. I'm and sure. it, and it, the, it barely closes. Yeah. Barely clap, you know, clamps. <laughs> exactly. It's insane. Right. But that's, uh, that's what I'm going to have my kids do as a punishment. Like if they do something wrong, I'll be like, write me a chapter four dash two seven or section four dash two seven out of the 26 dash seven you can't understand it it's written in a very weird manner right you know it's and jay says it best how does he say it it's um the guidelines are written in there are they're they're written the things that you can do or cannot do i always get i I think it's the things that you can do and the things you cannot do are kind of left out it must be so yeah well, and the other thing is, too, um, Jay loves the word fiduciary. 
or douche. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and I were talking about that the other day. He's like, hi, I was, Jeff. yeah, hi, Jeff. Jeff's in the room, by the way, those of you that don't know. So we're sitting in there, and I'm like, hey, um, what should I put right here? He's like, well, how about fiduciary? I'm like, you done fucked up now. I'm not doing this in front of MNBC and using that word. So I send Jay a message. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this word? And he's like, do you want to know or something like that? And you know how Jay feels about it. But the fact of the matter is, you know, we have a group. And here's the thing. We have people that we can bounce things off of that they can say, hey, we closed on a deal like this. Here's the guideline. Here's section 4-27 in the, you know, handbook that tells you this exact guideline. And that's what we have to keep in mind. And that's, like you said, the value and the power is within the group. And I really feel that way for any big group. That you Here's a perfect example. To. So I took the fight to the West Michigan Regional Forums Committee mm-hmm. in regards to language that is kind of discriminatory right. against all veterans. Yeah. When the, you know, a VA offer um, because it's not true. Right. Okay. Um, now... I was asked to present mm-hmm. that in front of the committee. Okay. So yes, I could reach out to Jay. Right. But Jay comes at it what he calls grunt style. Right. It's yeah. just it's just raw. Yeah. Right? Right. Or you have what Jay refers to as Senator like <laughs> Mr. Andrew Paul. Right. Right? So I leaned on AP. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you I mean that's what you know, like you just, you have different options. Yes, we all know yes. for the most part, but you know, there's people that know more about certain things and how to present it. Right. And I leaned on him. There's a lot to be said about that, though, because let's keep in mind now you're talking about Jay, who is, uh, he's a Marine. Yep. I was almost going to say former, and I was like, I don't want to get kicked in the balls. I was going right to kick you in the shins <laughs> right. under the table. So we, you have Jay, who's a Marine, who is grunt style. He'll go out there and handle business, kick ass, and take names later, hopefully. You Shoot know. first, ask questions later. Exactly. And then you got AP, former SEAL Team 3 commander, still Navy SEAL. I said former commander because that was an old job position. But <laughs> SEAL Team, uh, uh, Navy SEAL. SEAL Team 3. Yep, he's, SEAL Team 3. Just a complete badass. He's a tactical He's a tactical he's a operator. Yeah. yeah like he's unbelievable. Right. But he's extremely well-versed in how to Highly take control. Oh, my God. Yeah, brilliant person. But he knows how to take control and handle a situation and execute and continue to move forward. And and when you say explain it kind of in a senator type way, he's able to execute his mission without offending people, but do so in a way that you're like, fuck, that kind of hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he draws strength out of his anger and yeah. he turns it into knowledge. Like I, He's one of the few people that I've ever met that when he gets upset or worked up, mm-hmm. he gets more direct and smarter, Right, which is a awesome yeah that's an awesome thing i wish i learned how to do that right i'm like <laughs> that's a huge uh, benefit i'm, I'm angry <laughs> <laughs> so no but you know the biggest thing is and i apologize we're running out of time here i'd like to keep them within a certain period of time there's so much that we can talk about and the great thing is is you have your own po- podcast that's rolling out do you have it up and and i know you're working on it right now but is there a way that people can track that if they're interested in listening to yours as well Yes, uh, I will be posting it on my personal Facebook page. Awesome. Once I do, and also my business page, teambradstinson.com. Cool. Um, it'll be on either one of them. And here's the thing. If you are a realtor in the Michigan area, and you're looking for a loan officer that really deeply, truly cares about taking care of veterans, 
give Brad a chance. Absolutely. Now, mind you, I've got other buddies up in Michigan that are originators. They can have the east side. Right. <laughs> I don't even want to know what's in the east side. That's where they are. Is that where eight, eight mile is? Yes. <laughs> well, you can take Lansing and east. I got Lansing and west. Okay. How about that? So if you are a realtor in Lansing and west, <laughs> then please feel free to reach out to Brad. Brad, thank you so much again for taking the trip, coming down here, spending some time with us today. I appreciate you. Once again, we appreciate your service and what you've done for this fine country. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in to the AJ Nashville podcast. Episodes air Mondays at 6 and Fridays at 5. Thank you for your ongoing support. Please subscribe.